AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Aviation Pros Podcast. I'm Joe Petrie, Editorial Director for Aviation Pros. John Wayne Airport was recently the recipient of a $1 million grant from the FAA to purchase an electric shuttle bus and charger. I recently spoke with Melinda McCoy, Environmental Resource Manager for John Wayne, about the new shuttle bus and their overall sustainability efforts and the challenges of implementing cutting-edge technology as a medium-sized airport. The first question I got to go into here is tell me about the overall sustainability efforts at John Wayne Airport. I mean, what goals are you trying to accomplish? Well, John Wayne Airport's overall sustainability goal is to reduce its overall environmental impact while simultaneously achieving economic and social benefits for the community. So to accomplish this, the airport focuses on initiatives that address our operational needs and can make a real impact and going beyond the basic requirements of environmental compliance. You know, we implement programs that reduce air emissions, including greenhouse gases, stormwater pollution, reduce facility water, electricity use, and reduce waste and you know, diversion to redu- diversion and recycling. So tell me about the role electrification plays in sustainability efforts at John Wayne. We are actively seeking to reduce our air emissions and greenhouse gases and converting to electricity is in place of hydrocarbon fuel equipment and vehicles is a big part of this. You know, over 20 years ago, John Wayne Airport electrified our gates, installed preconditioned air for aircraft use, provided electricity for ground support equipment. And we were the first airport in the country to do this at that time. And we want to continue this proactive trend. To that end, we've provided over 100 electric charging ports in our parking garages. Uh, We're working to electrify our airport fleet, which is about 40% electric for the light duty vehicles right now. Uh, We continue to work closely with our airlines to increase ground support equipment electrification year over year. And even just last week, we had a company bring out a hybrid electric fire truck for our inspection and review as we're looking to replace a fire truck in the not too distant future. You know, we see this conversion to electric equipment vehicles as particularly effective with emission reduction, given that our electric service provider provides its ever increasing greener electricity every year. You know, we also have a cogeneration plant uh, that's pretty low emission in itself, works alongside our utility feed. Uh, We're currently studying the project to improve our electric resiliency by developing a microgrid battery storage solar energy, which will further green our electric supply. Now, your airport was recently awarded $1 million from the FAA for an electric shuttle bus and charging station. How is this bus going to be implemented, and why did you choose this option as part of your sustainability efforts? Well, and this award is actually the second phase of our bus electrification program. 
we received an FAA grant about two years ago for an initial three electric buses, which are just being built and completed this year. With the second phase, we have a total of five electric shuttle buses contracted for delivery, which is about half of our pre-COVID fleet. Uh, we're expecting to use this initial five bus fleet to provide shuttle services from our offsite employee parking to our terminal. Uh, we chose to go to the electric buses for a couple of reasons. One, Jarman Airport sits within the South Coast Air Basin in California, which is listed as an extreme non-attainment area for ozone according to EPA criteria. And because of this pressing need for emission reductions in the region, region Chandler Airport has voluntarily agreed with our Air Management Board to implement measures to reduce emissions. One of our chosen measures to help out our Air Management Board and the region is this conversion to electric buses. And we chose this because we see that the time is right for it right now, that the, the buses work for us and they are a concrete evidence of us doing our part and lowering our emissions. Uh, and the second reason, in doing this and adopting these buses, we are helping to prove the technology for our county, for our surrounding community, and resolving some of the early issues and figuring out how to get this done. And it will help and encourage the rest of the community and the county to make this changeover to electric buses. Now, what challenges are you seeing with buying and implementing electric equipment as an airport? I mean, how are you navigating these challenges? So with the challenges, probably the number one challenge is the initial cost of the bus, which is about twice as much as uh, our current CNG buses that we're using. This is why grants such as the FAA Zero Emission Vehicle Grant are critical for this early adoption. It helps getting over that initial sticker shock. Another challenge is that the technology is new and constantly evolving. You know, we spent a couple of years researching buses and battery technology, having companies bring them out for test drives. And even since we ordered the buses, our bus provider has changed the charger model almost twice. That's how much things are evolving and how quickly. Of course, our initial build-out time has been about 18 months to get this bus delivered, which is Probably another challenge is just the time these things are new and on back order. Uh, and finally, it has required us to rethink some of our electrical infrastructure. You know, I mentioned our cogeneration plant improvement study, but one of the elements of that study is to assess power needs and electrical infrastructure needs. Now, I know that you mentioned that there have been concerns in the past about maturity of electric equipment like buses. But what kind of evidence convinced you that it's time to embrace this type of equipment and technology? Well, several airports, particularly in California, are also in the process of acquiring some electric buses. And we stay in close touch with our airport colleagues throughout the industry, using groups like Airports Council International, or out in California, we have the California Airports Council. And we share knowledge and we help each other strategize. And learning from them, comparing notes, has helped us a lot in our decision to take this leap into electric, which is one of the reasons I'm happy to share our experiences today. 
uh, one of our concerns in the past has been the long-term maintenance of the buses. You know, are there the parts available? Are there people who know how to maintain them? However, we're finding we have more and more bus manufacturers building plants, local assembly plants here in Southern California. So we're seeing the availability of maintenance repair options locally. Uh, another key concern was the battery reliability and longevity. Uh, we, want, we don't want to have to be stopping every six hours to recharge these buses. But advances in battery technology uh, has made it available for us to procure buses that can complete our typical duty cycle that we're looking for without stopping and recharging. Uh, in addition, the bus manufacturers have been willing to provide long-term battery reliability guarantees. For instance, our battery guarantee that we have right now assures us that at year 10, our bus will still make the duty cycle that we've planned on. This has greatly increased our comfort level. Now, with doing your research for this and trying to find investments for this type of equipment, what kind of resources are you leveraging as an organization to find the right resources you need to implement electrification efforts? Well, it, it's a number of areas and resources that we um, draw on. So we participate in the local mobility technical forums, clean technology seminars, uh, and so on. In fact, in California, we have a group, airport group called the you know, Clean Air Vehicle Group, where we talk about clean air vehicles. Um, we've also found that our service providers are like Southern California Edison, who provides our electricity. They are a great source for information and support. They are um, providing a lot of help with us in our electrification efforts. We've, of course, engaged uh, technical consultants who advise on new technology, regulations, help find grant funding, which of course is the final critical resource that we are tapping into is uh, for this earlier adoption of this electric technology. There's a number of funding sources out there, such as uh, FAA's ZEV and VAIL grant programs. And my last question for you today going through this process, what steps would you recommend to peer airports like John Wayne in other states? To, what should they be looking at now if they're interested in electrification equipment on the airfield or ground transportation? I mean, where should they start and when it comes to determining the best steps to move forward? Well, I know, you know, with our electric shuttle buses, we did some of this um, initial analysis, reconnaissance of what was available, what our needs were, and looked for fit, and then we jumped in. And it's been a very steep learning curve. As we approach further electrifying our current airport fleet and the equipment that is operating on the airfield, we're doing a, a bit more methodical. And one of it starts with our inventory of the existing fleet. And we've developed a replacement plan, looked at the longevity of the vehicles, turnover projections, as well as our we have a lot of regulations in California that forces to turn over certain pieces of equipment. So it's when those need to be turned over. Then we're looking at the electric vehicles and equipment that's out there on the horizon and trying to match up this fleet needs and what's available. Coupled with that is assessing the infrastructure. Do we need additional power supply? 
is our electric grid up to the to to the you know the standards we need. And then and finally, it's funding. We've determined at our airport a threshold that we are able and willing to spend to acquire electric for something above and beyond the like-for-like -like replacement. And so we've developed a budget that each year we can spend this much money for this electric replacement equipment. And above that, we look to fill the gaps with grant funding or incentives. Thanks again for listening to today's podcast. For more information on airport sustainability programs, please check out our website, aviationpros.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.